This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Talk radio doesn't work anymore for anybody. I occasionally hear callers, but where have the callers gone? Either they're can callers or they work for the show, and I think People are withdrawing into themselves, and they don't want to interact with talk radio anymore. I don't know what the reasoning is or why, or they're too busy, or they're listening in a car and can't call, or they're listening at work. I'm going to make you determine today what you want me to talk about. Are you ready? You're going to have three or four choices. I um, certainly will mention my book, A Savage Life, which came out yesterday and is in stores and online, and I'll ask you what is your favorite story if you want to talk about that. I will not talk about anything except Mueller. You're not going to hear the word Mueller out of me other than just now. I will leave that to the dunces in the media who have nothing else to talk about. That's it. I'm not talking about it. I'd also like not to say the word Trump, if you don't mind, for one day. I'd like to be M clear and T clear for one day. Now, tonight is the Dem debate kickoff with the clowns. Astounding what's going to happen tonight. I really am going to watch it for sure. I can't wait to see one try to rip the other to pieces. Uh, Elizabeth Warren will, of course, try to maintain her control over the, the the ship of fools that's going to appear tonight. I don't know who's going to try to upstage her. I don't know who's capable of it. Most of them are unheard of. Cory Booker's a dunce. He was put into the governorship in New Jersey by secret powerful forces. He's stupid. Amy Klobuchar, zero, nothing, like a librarian from the Midwest. Tulsi Gabbard, all right, great, so she fought in Iraq. Does that make her a, a hero and wonderful? No. Tim Ryan, never heard of him. John Delaney, never heard of him. Uh, Beto O'Rourke shot his wad. That gun is empty. He's finished. Former Housing Secretary Julian Castro. The only reason he's running is because he has a Hispanic last name, and he could throw in a few Spanish phrases. You'll hear that tonight. Washington Governor Maniac Jay Inslee. He's to the left of Bernie Sanders. And, of course, the complete loser, Bill de Blasio. Bigfoot will be there as well. That should be fun. To show you how far the media has fallen... The NBC, the moderators include NBC News anchor Leslie Dolt, Lester Dolt, Today Show anchor Savannah Guthrie, another moron, NBC Nightly News anchor Jose Diaz Ballard on there because of her last name, Meet the Press moderator Upchuck Todd, a dummy with clear eyeglasses, and of course MSNBC anchor, whatever her name is, Rachel Madcow. So it should be an all-around great circus tonight, and certainly we don't, we don't want to miss it. But there are other stories I'd like to talk about, if you don't mind. So let me begin with something that got my goat. But again, you got to determine what you want the show to be about today. As you know, I've written many best-selling books, and I'll say it again because I'm very proud of it. It was left out of the New York Times article by the reporter who was sent out to write a hit piece on me. He did not mention that my uh, streaming numbers in radio are amongst the highest in the business. He left that out. He also left out the fact that my books have outsold some of the biggest names on the left. 
He left that out because they had a narrative and they had a, an agenda before he came out here. All right, we know that, how they work. We know that they're all left-wingers one way or the other, and they present their bias, as I do in mine. But don't look to the New York Times or any other media outlet for the truth because you're not going to find it. You have to come to the truth yourself. The thing that hit a new low for me was Andy Blooper. Now, as you know, I think he's one of the dumbest men I've ever seen in my life. I could just smell it on him. I could see it on him. He, You look at Andy Blooper, you know he's just a pretty boy. He's got no brains. He's put there because he's sort of good-looking, although I don't consider an emaciated, skinny guy in a tight suit particularly good-looking. He's a creep, in other words. This guy makes allegedly $12 million a year on CNN. He has the lowest ratings imaginable. About 700,000 people watch him every night. I want to give you an idea of how low that is. Years ago, I had a TV show for three months. On a Saturday afternoon with no promotion, I was pulling over a million two on my TV show. Here's Andy Blooper promoted to death on CNN. He gets 700,000 people and they pay him $12 million a year. So now who does this low life have on his show? He's never had me on because he knows I chopped him to pieces. I would turn him into chum. If he ever had me on, on his show, I'd say, you know what? You're really not qualified to even sit in my presence, Andy. Just sit down like the child you are and shut up for a minute and let me talk about my book. That's why they won't have me on because I wouldn't let him get anywhere near me. They would be chum in the water before I got, before they said a word to me. So instead they have on psychopathic nymphomaniacs, uh, degenerates, drug dealers, anyone they could find that debases the American culture a little, a little more. And so a couple of days ago, they hit a new low. They have this woman, if you want to call her that. It looks like she was taken out of a mental hospital. They took the straitjacket off her, pumped her full of Thorazinos, whatever they're using today. And they made her look like she was sane. And she comes with, I was raped by Donald Trump in a dressing room a number of years ago. Now, as you know, as you know, this is destroying the society. It's bad enough that women are inventing these things and lives are being ruined, ju ruined just by hearsay with no evidence whatsoever. But what's worth, worse is that you get an empty-suited clown like Andy Blooper giving this cretin full national or international coverage, repeating the big lie that Donald Trump raped her. But Blooper is not alone. The entire left-wing media circus has hit a new low in taking this low-life degenerate and putting her on the television set. She is certifiably, in my opinion, in my estimation, in my analysis, totally insane. Now, let's say you're a leftist and you're listening to this show. And since you hate me, no matter what I say, you're going to disagree with me. If you are a man, I want you to think very carefully about what your position is in this society. If you don't feel the same way I do about such unsubstantiated claims, it means you, Mr. Leftist, can be accused at any time by any psychopathic, money-grubbing, gold-digging woman and some vermin lawyer, and they can destroy your life just by claiming you did something to them when you're possibly totally innocent. And it doesn't matter if you're black. It doesn't matter what your race is. There's an article I saw that is simply heartbreaking. I posted it on michaelsavage.com, and I hope it's still there. I don't know. He changed them so often it may not be there. It was about, it was about a black professor at Harvard who was shamed off the campus for something he allegedly did that he didn't do. And he worked with the left on many cases, but they still chased him. Oh, I remember what it was. I remember exactly what it was. He became one of the lawyers defending Harvey Weinstein. In addition to being a professor, he was a lawyer, is a lawyer. 
Lawyers take many cases, even cases they don't agree with. He represented Harvey Weinstein. Because of that, the screaming crazy girls on campus who never belong there to begin with, they belong in a psych ward somewhere in Duluth, are screaming that he's a racist, a sexist, a this, this, and that is, and they fired him from Harvard. They took him away from his position at Harvard. Do you understand this? Do you understand how dangerous this is? Do you know that this is what went on in Nazi Germany? Let me repeat. What the left is doing today is what went on in Hitler's Germany. Let me say it again. I know you can't compute the two because you haven't read it at your college brochure. Here's what the Nazis did. All they had to do was accuse someone of being disloyal to Hitler or being disloyal to the Nazi party. The Gestapo visited them and their careers were over and if possibly they were possibly arrested. This is what the college girls are doing on campuses today. In other days, they would have been considered witches and been given the treatment that they needed all the psychiatric care that they needed. So now it gets even worse. Now you've got Andy Blooper, again, perhaps the most vacuous individual in the media, and that's saying a lot when you consider that Don Lemon has the mental equivalent of a refrigerator bulb's wattage in his brain. Uh, Don Lemon is a 10-watt refrigerator bulb. Andy Blooper is probably below him, but he's, I guess, good-looking to somebody. I, I guess that's why they pay him $12 million a year with no ratings. So he invites this lowlife on who says that Trump raped her in a dressing room, I don't know when, in the 1990s. Instead of dismissing this or saying there's no evidence for this, this lowlife, Andy Blooper, has her on. And you got to listen to clip number one and see how this goes. Hear this one out, please. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished, which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not... This was not sexual. It just, it, it hurt. It just, what, it just, you know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not. I think most sexual. people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. We're just going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. <laughs> Have you seen him lean back when the woman leaned towards him? Have you seen the screenshot of her leaning towards him and him recoiling in horror that a woman came that close to him? Instead of dismissing the rest of the interview, he and the rest of the low-life vermin who have destroyed Western civilization says we'll be right back to hear more of this, this nonsense and these lies. Okay, look, they are rooting for those on the stage tonight. They will be rooting for the communists on the stage tomorrow night. And we have only one alternative, Donald Trump. Now, having said that, I will repeat again where I stand on the whole issue. So you don't confuse yourself. Michael Savage, I am loyal to Donald Trump, but not dependent on him. Write that one down. I don't think you understand the difference. I am loyal to Donald Trump, but unlike the others, I am not dependent upon him. And I will tell you this. I've been thinking a lot about how to save America. And I, I think that I'm going to think about creating a center party based on nationalism, which will be the solution to save this country. Not a Republican Party, not a Democrat Party, not an independent party. I want to create a center party based on nationalism. That might be the solution to save this nation. Savage. You know, we're never going to agree on everything, but I think we can all agree uh, that we can all use more sleep, right? Getting a great night's sleep is much easier than ever, thanks to the world's softest sheets, Brought to you by Bowl and Branch. Everything Bowl and Branch makes 
from bedding to blankets is made from pure 100% organic cotton, which means they start out super soft and they get even softer over time. I mean, it's organic cotton. Try to match that one. Everyone who tries Bowl and Branch sheets loves them. That's why they have thousands of five-star reviews. And Forbes, The Wall Street Journal, Fast Company are all talking about Bowl and Branch. Their sheets are even loved by three U.S. presidents. They want you to love your purchase, too. So listen to this. They're offering you a no-risk, 30-day trial and free shipping. But I doubt that you'll want to send them back. Once you sleep on their sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. So let me get you started right now. Okay, you get $50 off on your first set of sheets at bowlandbranch.com, promo code NATION. Did you hear me? Simple. Go to bowlandbranch.com for $50 off your first set of sheets. That's B-O-L-L and branch.com, promo code NATION. Bowlandbranch.com, promo code NATION, and you will have the softest, sweetest sleep of your life. Simply by going to bowlandbranch.com. Promo code NATION. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And amongst them is a guy who is so far to the left that he can only be governor of the state of Washington. He has destroyed the state of Washington, which was once a pristine Republican state. It was infested with refugees from San Francisco, who after they ruined the city, they fled to uh, Portland and ruined it. And then they went further north and ruined Seattle. And now, of course, they have a governor who is so far to the left that it makes Karl Marx look like a conservative. This moron will also be on the stage tonight, Governor Inslee. you got to listen to the following statement and tell me that he's not insane. He says that he'll stop the influx of illegal immigrants by solving the climate crisis so they can stay in their ancestral homeland. Now, you understand how insane this is. That is like saying it's never been hot in Guatemala, El Salvador, and uh, Honduras until, uh, I guess, the Model T Ford came along. Either this guy is insane or stupid or totally cynical or a combination of the above. Listen to this in clip 10. We will also importantly confront the causes of this immigration, one of which is we have climate refugees now because the climate crisis is making Central America uninhabitable for large parts of people. Are you listening to and this And Donald idiot? Trump keeps calling this a climate hoax. We have climate refugees, and we have to help give a chance for those people to stay in their ancestral homeland. Now, in another time, people would have kindly removed him from the stage of the governorship, gently put him into a straitjacket, taken him away in an ambulance, pumped him full of antipsychotic medication, and left him in the nuthouse for the rest of his life because he's incurable. But if you think he is alone in talking about such hokum, ancestral homeland, climate hoax, climate refugees, and by curing the illness of climate change, they will happily stay home in Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador. Now, look, do you understand that El Salvador, Guatemala, and, uh, and such, they're hot, they're hot countries? Did you know that? Did you know that as far back as... The first reports from those nations 
They were known as hot climates. That's why people ran around naked. Uh, it's why they didn't wear clothing, Governor Inslee. They ran in the jungles naked because it was a hot climate. How can you say that this is a relationship to climate change caused by man? Okay, this is what the Democrats are offering. But if you think Inslee is alone, you are mistaken. They're all crazy. They're totally insane. If you can keep your head when all those about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, then you will be a man, my son, as stated in the poem If by Rudyard Kipling. That's how I run my life. I am going to I'm going to sit here and call them crazy or insane when they're crazy or insane. I'll call them degenerates and perverts if they're degenerates and perverts. I'll call them liars if they're liars. What do you want me to do? I told you what I think I'm going to do. I've been struggling for a few months about what I should do with the years God has given me to on this earth. And I started by saying I am loyal to Trump, but not dependent on Donald Trump. And I would think a center party based on nationalism may be the solution to saving this country. Now, I first have to check on whether I can stay in radio and create a party at the same time openly, because I'm not going to do it in a hidden manner. I will begin by funding this on my own and that I will probably crowdfund the party. I will then hire people who are professionals who are, you know, in agreement with my concept of a center party. Borders, language and culture would be the watchword of the center party. And I will then lay the groundwork to create such a party so that when I retire or when God retires me from this earth, the foundations for a center party will have been laid in the bedrock of the American Republic. And others can pick it up and turn it into a viable alternative to the two gangs that have destroyed this nation, namely the Democrat gang and the Republican gang. The country is run by two cartels, the Republican cartel and the Democrat cartel. And both of them have destroyed the nation. And if you think that is hyperbole, I invite you to walk in the streets of New York or San Francisco or any other large city and tell me you're living in a civil society. You're living in a debased, broken civilization, destroyed by many forces, but primarily by liberalism, which is a mental disorder and corrupt to the core. Trillions of dollars and they can't solve the homeless crisis. Trillions of dollars and their solution to the homeless crisis is to solve climate change so that those living in hot countries can stay in their ancestral homelands? Now you understand what I mean by insanity and corruption combined. The only solution is a center party that I will lay out, and I will let you know as the months go on where I'm going. Savage. Okay, now let's talk about an emergency. All right, well, listen, an emergency strikes. What's your first impulse? What do you do first? Well, your answer is, oh, I'll run to the grocery store where I'll get food to supply myself with. What are you going to find there? Probably chaos, empty shelves, maybe some violence. How can you avoid this? It's simple. Use today to make a plan to prepare. One practical place to start, as I have done, is storing food in your own home, even if you live in, a, in an apartment, a closet. That way you and your family are protected in case there's a weather emergency, natural disaster, or a long-term power outage, and supplies die out or you can't get near a supermarket. Now, look, I only use my Patriot Supply for my food storage, and you should too. You start with a four-week emergency food kit. This week, order a kit or two for yourself and save $100 when you go to my special website, preparewithsavage.com. It's that simple to protect yourself for an emergency, preparewithsavage.com. 
These food kits give you breakfasts, lunches, and dinners that last up to 25 years, and it ships free. Did you hear what I just said? You're not going to throw it away in a year. It lasts 25 years if you store it properly. Listen to me. When it's breaking news, it's too late to prepare. Please do this now for your own sake and the sake of your family. Get your emergency food supply from My Patriot Supply at preparewithsavage.com. That's preparewithsavage.com. That's preparewithsavage.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. To stop the influx of migrants, the moron governor of the state of Washington says that um, he'll solve the climate crisis, which will let the people stay in their ancestral homeland. That unto itself is a mad statement, totally insane on every level. And uh, yet he's going to be up there tonight, spoken to by the genius Lest Adult, uh, Rachel Madcow, of course, treating him with utter respect uh, when this is madness. So I think the only long-term solution for America is to break the logjam of corruption. We are living in a dictatorship of two gangs, the Republican gang versus the Democrat gang. And I am going to probably hire a lawyer who knows how to form political parties. I'll, I'll fund this initially on my own. We'll write it up. We'll create a 501c3 new political party. It may take months for all I know. It will be called a center party based on borders, language, and culture. Uh, it's certainly not going to be ready for the election, so I don't think I'm trying to suck votes from Trump. I'm not. But I'm going to try to create a third party. First of all, it will give me a reason to live, a reason to get up every day, a reason to go on the radio, and will help you understand that there is a solution and a way out of this morass that we are finding ourselves in. It is obvious to me that the two-party system cannot be broken. It's obvious to me that the gangs are so strong and their connectivity to the media is so powerful that only a viable third party has a chance of reaching the American people. And possibly, and I say possibly, and believe me, I know it's a long shot possibility. And even if I create this party, the center party, and I will probably do it if it's viable, and I can stay in radio while doing it because I'm not going to be running for office. I want to make that clear. Because once I announce I'm running for office, I have to leave this radio uh, job, and I'm not going to do that. But it may not be illegal to create a political party while staying in the radio. I'll have to investigate that with the right uh, legal authorities. Once I create this, and it may take me a year or so to get it, uh, get it going, I will then raise money for it from the listeners and from other people I know probably would fund it with a lot of money because they're also fed up. And then we'll roll it out probably after the 2020 election. At that, at that time, no matter who wins, and it's probably going to be Trump, we will be ready for a third party in this country. But even if that iffy stuff happens, we're not going to win any big elections right away. Remember the Green Party when it came along about 30 years ago? It was a nothing fringe group. Look how long it's taken Green candidates in Europe to get anywhere. That's how long it takes to break through a system. But this is a necessary counterstroke to the vermin on the left, particularly because there is no right in this country. Make no mistake about it. There is no right wing left in America. It's gone. It's been shattered. 
it's been triangulated by Donald Trump. There is no right wing. It's gone. If there was a right wing, they'd be on the border with guns. There is no right wing. In fact, remember a militia group went down there a few months ago. They were thrown into a federal prison and then they were beaten up and found beaten up in prison. There's your answer to what goes on with the right wing in this country. So if you think that Donald Trump is a right winger, I got another guest coming for you. There is no right wing in America. But there's an awful lot of right-leaning individuals in America who have zero representation. I would invite them to join the center party. But I would also invite rational people on the left to join the center party. And I do not mean the half-humans like occasional cortex who is so insane that she would drive 20,000 jobs out of her own district and call it a victory. No, I don't want those types of people. I want the old rational liberals who are left in America to join me in such a center party. And I'm thinking out loud now, because these are the thoughts of a rational man. The thoughts of a rational man have come to the conclusion after months and months and months of agonizing of what to do with my remaining years on earth, has come to the conclusion that he will try to create a third party that has a viable chance in 10 or 20 years, if it is not too late by then, to possibly save this nation from the two gangs running this country into the dirt. The Republican gang versus the Democrat gang. At the very least, we'll certainly give them a run for their money. At least that's my thought. And uh, I'm glad you were able to see it evolve today on the radio show. Uh, again, I'll reiterate, I am loyal to Trump, but I'm not dependent on him. I'm not looking for anything from him. If others are, that's their problem, not mine. And I came to the conclusion last night that a center party based on nationalism might be the solution to America's problems. Because I will tell you right now, I've met many liberals, not many, I've met a few liberals who tell me that they're a border, that they call themselves a borders language culture liberal. I said, that's an interesting combination of uh, ideas there. You're a borders language cultural, borders language culture Democrat is what they've said to me. They are, but they have nowhere to turn. They can't turn to the mad woman, woman from Pacific Heights. They know that these nutcases on the stage tonight and tomorrow do not represent them, but they're not going to vote for Donald Trump. So where do they turn? They need someone like me in a center party, and it will, it will not be me, by the way. At the end of the day, once this party is formed, if I can do it, it won't be me running. I don't know who it's going to be running. It'll be someone I don't even know uh, will be selected in the early days of this party's existence, and we will run that person out to America. We'll find someone. It'll probably be a woman, by the way, because it seems to me that it has to be a woman today to get anywhere in this country. Uh, I'll figure it out. It might be a transvestite woman from El Salvador. I'm just joking. I threw that in to keep you listening. That would be the, the perfect combination for a center party. A transvestite woman, uh, transvestite from El Salvador would be the perfect party head for the center party. Uh, then maybe uh, Andy Blooper would have her on. You never can tell. Or him on. It might be Andy Blooper's kind of cup of tea to have someone like that on. You can't have a reasonable person who was a conservative on, on, uh, on CNN or any of the other parties. You know what I'm saying? Now, I want to go back for a moment, if I may, since my book came out yesterday and I've not read from it today. I didn't want to just bottle up your thoughts with reading it. I'm going to read one short story from A Savage Life, and I hope it is of such interest to you that you'll go out and buy a copy in a bookstore today. You can find it in every major bookstore in the country. And I would say the price of admission, the, the pictures alone are worth the price of admission. And uh, the ideas in it are not political. I want to repeat that. While it is the story of an immigrant son who uh, was so poor as a child 
that he actually had to wear a dead man's pants and uh, the trials and tribulations of this family and how I never gave up no matter what was thrown in my way. And thank God I haven't had too many things bad happen to me compared to what happens to people and how I rose to where I am today strictly on my drive and on my brains and on my, I wouldn't say my luck, because when I look back on it, it's not been that lucky. It's been like walking on, on broken glass my whole life. There's been the hardest thing you could ever imagine. I, I don't give up, though. That's the thing is I don't give up. I don't give up. So if I tell you I might create this party, after I speak to a, a lawyer who specializes in political things of this nature, I will then come back to you, my loyal audience, and tell you whether we're going to do that center party. So I need a quick read, a quick story from this story. Uh, uh, bought, and I, I don't know which one to read to you. I read your nightclub yesterday. It's a true story. Cars I didn't read. Boy in the River, I read about the tube and the sadistic father pushing me the wrong way. I don't know whether he was sadistic or just trying to toughen me up to learn to never trust anybody. You know what I'm saying? I, I really don't know to this day. Does a tough father do that to a son to make him tougher or make him so like sugar that he doesn't know who to trust? I don't really know. I can't tell you. I don't really know. I know I didn't do that to my children. I made a, a decision after the upbringing I had that I would never psychologically go out of my way to screw my children up under any guise. Like I'm going to do it to make them tougher. That's not the way to make a child tougher. If you want your son to learn to fight, you don't punch him in the face. What you do is you take him to a Kung Fu Academy or a boxing academy. You don't smack him in the face and say, I'm doing it for your good. So, no, no, it wasn't the right thing to do. I'm sorry. So, you know, it's been it's been pretty hard. And uh, let me, I don't know what to read, honestly. I, I One of my favorite stories in there is a long one, which I can't read for you. I don't have the time. It's called A Speculator or The Speculator in a Garden of Numbers. And it's about a, a left-winger who owns a bookstore in Manhattan. He wasn't born into a wealthy family. And he opens a little bookstore. And uh, I never owned a bookstore, by the way. It's fiction. And he owns the bookstore, and he struggles. And then one, one day he decides to invest in commodities. He wants to be a commodities uh, ma maven. And so uh, he buys cocoa as a commodity. Somehow he figures out that he saved eighty to $90,000 in those three years in the 1980s, whenever it was, that he kept in a safe cemented into the basement floor of his mother's house. And because he distrusted Wall Street, what he did was he looked into commodities. And so he invests in, as I say, cocoa futures. And at one point, he makes a lot of money. And he becomes so enthralled this bookstore owner, with the money he makes, that he's no longer is a left wing, a winger. He suddenly, his politics suddenly change, and he starts looking at the people who are coming into his left wing bookstore with chagrin. He looks upon them as losers, <laughs> and he doesn't like poetry anymore. He doesn't like literature anymore. All of a sudden, let me read you the paragraph. Uh, this is after he makes some money, and he goes back to the bookstore, and he's a different man since he made a quick killing in the commodities market. Ten years before, Sam had written much poetry himself. God, I could take it. I don't have the time. I, I don't have the time to read this. It's on page 123 of, uh, of A Savage Life. It's a fun story. So he makes a lot of money, and then he doesn't like any of the people coming to his left-wing bookstore anymore because he's, suddenly he's rich. And then he loses all his money because the broker was corrupt, who steals all of his money. And he finds that he lost his entire fortune. Coco goes down. He loses all of his money. 
So then he finds himself back in his little bookstore, in his commie bookstore, and suddenly everything he believed in before he became rich overnight starts to look reasonable to him again. Okay, it's a really an important story. As I said, it's called The Speculator in the Garden of Numbers in a Savage Life. And I would challenge anyone to tell me it's not as good as anything written by Guy de Maupassant. Savage. Look, this is, uh, you know, not easy to say, but you cannot prevent aging. It's a fact of life, and with aging comes unwelcome changes. You wish you could change, most notably in your skin. Well, look at pictures from years ago, and you can see how much your jawline has changed, right? It doesn't have to with Chamonix MDL technology. Genucel's brand-new jawline treatment specifically targets the delicate skin on the neck area for tight, healthy, younger-looking skin. Robin from Lubbock, Texas says, I put Genucel jawline cream on my neck two or three days ago. This is the best my neck has looked in 20 years. People told me my face looks young. I am really blown away, she says. You will see your mirror smile back at you or 100% of your money back, no questions asked. Call now and the classic Genucel for bags and puffiness is free with your order. That's 800-SKIN-891, 800-SKIN-891, 800-SKIN-891. And to start seeing results in 12 hours or less, Genucel Immediate Effects is also yours absolutely free. Your chin, neck, and jawline don't have to reveal your age. Call 800-SKIN-891 or go to Genucel.com. Get your two free gifts and free shipping now. Call 800-SKIN-891, 800-SKIN-891. Or go to GenuCell.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to LipsandAds.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Hey, I read an interesting article this morning about Israel, just by the way. Ex-Prime Minister Barack is to challenge, not, not Obama, Barack, Ehud Barak, is going to challenge Netanyahu, calling it a corrupt leadership. I had Barack on this show. I did a podcast interview with Ehud Barak, and this guy's no lightweight. The one thing I love about the Israeli people is they usually elect war heroes, and both Netanyahu and Barack are war heroes. Uh, Ehud uh, Barak was one of the men. Do you ever see the movie by Spielberg? I forget the title of it. God, I wish I could remember the name of the movie. Munich. Munich. A great movie, by the way, where a group of Israelis disguise themselves as Muslim women in burqas, and they go to a Palestinian enclave in, in Beirut during the war uh, with Lebanon, and they uh, go into a uh, you know into that, and they have machine guns under their burqas, and they open up. Barak was one of the men in that team you know how you know what kind of bravery that takes the israelis are sheer outright guts gutsy people and netanyahu is also a great gutsy leader but so now you have a guy ehud barak who is to the left by the way of netanyahu netanyahu is a right winger ehud barak is a left winger but in israel it doesn't matter what side of the aisle they're on they have to be a frontline combat veteran in order to run it's not like here where you could have cory booker running or Amy Klobuchar, or Elizabeth Warren, or Tim Ryan, or John Delaney, or Beto O'Rourke, or Julian Castro, or Jay Inslee, or Bill de Blasio. In Israel, they wouldn't even be able to be running a uh, squad car. They couldn't even step on the accelerator of a squad car. 
That's going to be an interesting one. I, you know, I think I'm going to find that interview with Ehud Barak. It's on my podcast. Actually, you can find it on my podcasts. You know, you should go look at my podcast. You know, it's one of the biggest podcasts to have emerged in, in 2019. People say, I don't know how to get your podcast. After no- six months, you don't know how to get it? You, you go to Apple, you go to iTunes, or you go to michaelsavage.com. And, and, you, and on top left, the podcast, the last one is from yesterday, A Savage Life. That's how you get it. But if you scroll down to previous podcasts, you'll see the interview with Ehud Barak. Okay, new idea. Center party based on borders, language, and culture. I'll get back to you over the next days and months, and we'll see how it goes. Meanwhile, tonight are the debates. The Westwood One Podcast Network. <laughs>